Hello everybody and welcome back to the Planet Judo podcast. I'm Lance Wicks and I'm your host for today. So today is the start of the qualification period for Tokyo 2020 uh, and it starts today with the Ho-Hot Grand Prix in China. So I thought this would be a great time to reboot the podcast for the umpteenth time but why not? Let's try again. Um, so here we go. This is the podcast. So today was the first day of the Ho-Hot Grand Prix. As you know, if you're a judo person, the way we get into the Olympic Games as an athlete is you have to qualify via the IGF World Ranking List, the WRL as it's more commonly called. And the top 18 athletes um, in each weight category get qualified automatically and then there's a quota system uh, for the rest in various ways, shapes and means, mainly by Continental Union. Uh, so each continent has some slots they can allocate out, again, based on the world ranking list. But the main thing is you want to be in that top 18 and then you are qualified to go to the Olympic Games. What's really interesting this time around is that with Japan being the host, they get to uh, have a team of 14 and they don't have to qualify anybody. So that's really interesting because Japan obviously is a super strong judo nation. And whereas um, everybody else has to qualify their athletes over the next two years, Japan doesn't. So they can pick and choose a bit more because no matter what happens, they can field a full team of 14 athletes, uh, which is a huge advantage that uh, they have. And it's uh, interesting this time around because they are the host nation and they're one of the strongest judo nations in the world. So it's really interesting. In Rio, it was interesting. Brazil, similar situation. They didn't have to qualify their athletes, but not as strong a judo nation. And before that, in London, uh, Britain isn't a strong judo nation. So it works different dynamic there that uh, Great Britain got to put in as many athletes as they needed. Uh, as they could but uh, this is a slightly different scenario because Japan has a stronger um, base to work from they're, they're always going to have athletes are going to get medals so it's a really interesting dynamic so today uh, in Ho-Hot anyway we had the f first we had the lightweights so we started out with the under 48s um, unfortunately uh, because it's China um, if anybody's dealt with China, with the Great Wall, Firewall of China and everything. Uh, internet streaming is not easy from China. I've been there, I've done that, I've tried it. Uh, it's very, very difficult with the problems they have there here. So we didn't get to have a video stream of the uh, opening rounds, the elimination rounds of the tournament today. We did get a live stream uh, of the final block. Um, so you were able to watch that. Normally we get the whole day, all the mats, but uh, today it was just the final block on one mat. Uh, so we didn't get to watch as much live as we'd like. Um, if you are interested, uh, live, uh, the judo base and live.igf.org did have most of the videos getting uploaded. And when I was looking, when the final block were on, most of them were there, as far as I could tell. So you could catch up. Not quite the same, because we don't get to listen to uh, Sheldon and Loretta doing commentary during the day. Um, but we did um, get to... You can watch all the, the contests, which is really important. 
Anyway, so lightweights today. Start. Let's start out with how it went. So 48 kilo categories. Um, this was uh, Ami Kondo of Japan. She won that. Um, and I'm getting most of this stuff uh, from looking at the website and from the great summary that you get from the IGF via email if you're subscribed to it. So uh, Kondo Ami or Ami Kondo of Japan. Um, uh, the final there was against Kang Yujung of Korea. Um, Kondo's only 23. She's won the Worlds, um, the Masters and Grand Slams, but this is her first Grand Prix medal, so that's a bit of a thing. And, you know, uh, it's Japan opening up the qualification for Tokyo 2020 uh, gold medal in the 48s is, you know, can't really go much worse than that. Um, so then you ended up with the 52s, and what do you know, uh, Japan again, and it's Abi Uta. Um, she won that one. And uh, like they say in the thing, she's very young. Um, she is, I think if memory serves, she's 17-ish, around that sort of age. And uh, she held down uh, Yu Shujin of China for 20 seconds for Ippon. I'm starting to read that. I've got to stop doing that. So that was another gold medal for Japan. So two gold medals straight out of the box for Japan, opening up the qualification period for their own home Olympics. Um, and then we go to 57 kilo category with the woman, and this time it was Christy Degucha, I think that's how you pronounce it, and she is uh, Canadian, and she actually, this was an all-Canadian final, if I remember, Christy, oh, is Christy Degucci of Japan, I thought, I thought they were on wrong, maybe, um, I think the uh, the information here on the website might on the report might be wrong, but uh, it's very confused. Uh, I'm having a bit of a moment, but uh, so I'm sure that was. I thought that was a Canada Canada one, but the results here have uh, the official results here on the e have it as Deguccia as uh, Japan, Clum Clay of Canada second. So that was another. You know, Japan in there again. Then we go into the men's categories in the under 60s. Um, uh, Yeldo Smetov, uh, who just uh, I remember watching in the uh, Asian Championships in Thailand some years ago. Um, he won that one. So he's consistent, incredibly consistent from Kazakhstan. And interesting, that was a Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan final. And if you look at that table, it's Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, Mongolia, and Russia on the podium. So, really strong showing there in the under 60s. 66, uh, guess who's back? It's Japan. Maruyama Joshiro of Japan gets gold. Um, takes that one. And not, um, you know, not walking through it. Uh, beats Pulyaev. Of Russia in the final um, so again strong interesting here as well you've got Japan Russia Korea and Kazakhstan again so Kazakhstan in the mix again so quite interesting there Kazakhstan uh, strong growing uh, Russia uh, very strong again uh, if you remember back to London 2012 
uh, strong performance there. Best Nation in Lon- London 2012. Um, Korea, always strong. Unbao uh, got the bronze there, quite interesting. So that's it. There are only the two men's categories today and three women. Tomorrow, on Saturday, May 26th, uh, it'll be, what have we got? We've got the men, again, just two categories, under 73 and under 81, and women under 63 and under 70. I presume it's the same scenario that there won't be live streaming of the opening rounds, but there will be uh, a live coverage on um, the internet of the final block. So hopefully that's the case anyway. Um I'm just going back onto live.igf.org just to check the results there of that category. Was it 57s? Yeah, so here it does have Deguchi in here as Canadian. So that looks like a mistake there in the results that I was reading out. So yeah, final there of the 57 kilos, according to live.igf.org and um, listening to Sheldon and Loretta, I thought it was a Canada-to-Canada final, and it does look like it here. So Deguchi of China, of Canada wins the gold over there in China. Um, and Ho-Hot at the opening tournament in qualification period for Tokyo 2020. Um, like I say, it's two years basically from today. We will be closing out the, the qualification period, and we will know for sure uh, the top athletes going. The best time uh, for me to watch judo is for the next two years because the qualification period is really tough. It's really challenging, quite tactical and strategic in ways to watch how athletes go up and down on the ranking list and the Olympic qualification and where they are on the world ranking list. Um, My plan is that we will keep this podcast going through qualification and sort of summarize it. This is the Planet Judo podcast. If you've not heard it before, thanks for listening. Um, Planetjudo.com is the parent website. Planet Judo, uh, if you don't know, is a site uh, in three languages, English, Spanish, and French, that aggregates news and blog posts and articles about judo. So if we look at it today, you can see there's articles in there in the English section at all, uh, at least about... uh, there's an article there from the EJU about how the European athletes did in Ho-Hot, which given the gold medals. Um, Judo Canada, obviously they are posting straight away about uh, Taguchi and Klimke in the final, which is uh, really good. Some quotes there from uh, Sasha Medovic, uh, the coach, said their coach, saying today's was a good start to the three-day event here in China. Krista and Jessica both absolutely dominated the under 57 kg division at the Ho-Hot Grand Prix. Um, So you can catch up with that story. Um, There's a post there from uh, Coca Kids, from the Rainbow Judo Club, uh, Camberley Judo Club, and another one from the EJU sharing the program for the Judo Festival 2018 with a little video there about the uh, festival in Porich, Croatia, just on from the 9th, I think it is, to the 17th of June this year, um, which is well worth going to. There's a news article from the Judo Chop Suey podcast, 
Dave Roman's uh, podcast, which is really worth listening to if you're not already. It's up there with uh, the original Judo podcast. If you haven't caught those two things, you should, if you like podcasts. Um, that one, it's talking, that's actually three days ago that one was posted, but uh, uh, has his interview with David Ellis, a uh, IGFB referee from the States. Um, there's an article from uh, the Kuala Lumpur Judo Training Center on preparing for your yellow belt. Uh, and some more articles from the EJU about the junior event in Spain, La Corona in Spain. Um, they had their junior cup there, and there's a little article about that as well. And that's what's on the front page, well, on the front page of planetjudo.com slash English. Um, if you know any websites that aren't included there, you can see a list of what sites are included down the right-hand side. There's 105 judo websites included there. Um, let me know. Um there's a link, I think an email link there to say, uh, to sub let us know. You can subscribe to it and get it sent to your email, via email, um, with GDPR here in Europe. Uh, that's always fun, but that should all be fine. Other than that, um, thanks for listening and, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.